Yo guys, how's it going? Nishchit here and I'm back with a brand new episode. In this episode, I will be talking about how to callous your mind and step out of your comfort zone. So be sure to grab a cup of coffee, sit back and relax. Let's hop right into it. Comfort zone. It's one of the most dangerous places to be in. It's really addicting and is a drug. This is the place where all dreams die. Yes, you heard it right. This is the place where all our dreams die. I recently read a quote, I have no idea who quoted this, but it makes a lot of sense. The quote goes like this, give a weak man consistent sex, good food, cheap entertainment, and he'll throw his ambitions right out of the window. Yes, you heard it right, and I think I totally agree with this. Comfort zone is a place where all successful people once were in, and they fought their way out to get what they wanted in life and thus becoming successful. So now I hope you got an idea of how destructive the comfort zone can get. So now I'm sure you would be interested in getting out of this comfort zone and these are a few ways you could do it. First one, by imposing some self-discipline. It's basically doing the things that you don't feel like doing at that particular time but you know you just push through that mental block at that spur of a moment. Number two, Getting rid of all your addictions. Oh yeah, this would seem like a really hard one to many, but I'm not joking. This can get the work done pretty easily if you're really focused on your main goal and remember why you started every single time you could have thought of it. It could be the game that released recently, porn, social media, etc. It takes a great deal of willpower, but seriously speaking, this transforms you into a whole new individual. And lastly, by setting really high goals. This might seem absurd, but please do bear with me. You'll know why shortly. So recently I started reading this book named Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. It's an amazing one and I really suggest you all give it a read. I haven't been paid to tell all this, but this book has been really deep and insightful. It completely changed my thought process. While reading the book, I came across the term Hell Week. Not gonna lie, the name sounded pretty fascinating and was very unsure of what this meant. As I kept reading, I discovered this. Hell Week is the part of the US Navy SEAL training to test your mental and physical capabilities. Here the trainees are only allowed to sleep for less than 2 hours a day, with some are offered and made to endure physical training which includes push-ups, sit-ups, lifting heavy boats and logs, etc. That's roughly 130 hours of physical training. Wow, could you imagine that amount of strenuous and intense training? Okay, yeah, so just for reference, a week has 168 hours. I was really captivated and this training method really caught my eye. The previous weeks, I had got pretty lazy and had piled up a lot of incomplete work. I had to get the work done and I started working towards it. It was 4th November and I'd come back from my grandparents place. I looked at the clock and I promised myself right there that I'm going to grind and get the work done. I stayed up until 11.20pm and finished a small part of it. It was still a long way to go, I thought. The next day, I got up at 4am and started the process all over again. I had my Instagram account enabled and I got a bit distracted in between. And I've also watched some YouTube for refreshment. This process continued for over seven days and I realized on the sixth day that I was just a day short of making this week close to that of a physical hell week. 
I slept close to 25 hours, worked over 111 plus hours. This was personally my biggest and most productive week, I would say. And the remaining hours included some rest, household chores, etc. This experience was a game changer and one of the best ones till now. I kept underestimating how much my body and mind could take and I re-established my baseline higher than what it used to be. Never underestimate how much you can achieve in life. We are born limitless, our soul is limitless. So why do we have to set limits on what we can do? When I mimic the hell week, I compensated sleep. And looking back, it was a bad move. Though my energy levels were good, occasionally I would feel really, really fatigued. In fact, when reading, I would feel like sleeping really bad. But no matter how I felt, I fought through that and I just told my mind, this struggle is only going to be there for a few more days. If you would want to mimic what I just did, I really challenge you to do so with sleeping at least 6 hours, not compensating on your basic necessities like working out, food and spending time with your family, friends, etc. The main objective is to see to what extent you can go for a goal you set. Whenever you are flooded with questions pertaining to doubt and fear, make sure to get your answers ready, else you are more probable to quit. Why am I here? Is this struggle necessary? Why did I choose this path when I could be chilling on that couch eating fries and watching TV or Netflix? Questions like these are ought to pop up during these high intensity situations. So keep your answers ready. When you are visualizing your goal, Along with the reward and success, do make sure you also think about the possible obstacles that could hinder progress and how you would combat it. This would make you more prepared to encounter them on the journey. We also gotta listen to our body when it's not able to push through something and we gotta give up a good. Train harder and try again until we succeed. It's hard to distinguish whether it's a comfort zone or your body telling you to stop, but with enough application, you will know what's coming in your way to getting to that milestone. To me, balance is key, and I feel that I'm able to achieve much more with managing my personal life and my work ethic more better and efficiently with organized planning. It's needed because our mind and our body need time to recover and get back in action by giving it some rest. Probably once a week is a good move. The best approach from my perspective would be to grind and make time to rejuvenate by reconnecting back with everyone, getting back to your hobbies, reading, etc. We are so focused on the big goals that we fail to break them apart into smaller ones. I made this mistake and I would really want all of you to learn from this one so that when you encounter such a situation, you can handle it much better than I did. Have a main goal, a long-term one, and break that long-term goal into shorter ones and focus on those short terms. I would occasionally get back to thinking about the long-term goal and mess up things completely. Focus on the near present instead of the far future. Just to did you know fact, I actually mentally quit making podcasts and gave up because I thought I could not make optimal and good content anymore. After changing my thought process and after making up my mind, 
I just got back to it. Here are a few ways you can challenge your mind to help you get out of your comfort zone. Number one, start doing the things you don't like. I hated brushing in the night. It felt really disastrous. But after I read about this philosophy in the book Can't Hurt Me, I knew things had to change. On the last day of my mimicked version of Hell Week, I promised my mom I would brush and sleep. I forgot about it and was about to sleep with the blanket on and my head resting on the pillow until this thought hit me from nowhere. I could either chill on the bed and sleep and give another excuse or get up and just brush for my own sake of betterment. You guessed it right, I chose the latter. So just get up and start doing the things you don't like. But in future, this would pay back huge dividends. I repeat, start doing the things you don't like which only help you grow and not things that mess up your entire thought process. Number 2, get off social media. It's awful when I see the number of hours I've wasted on it. I was a complete addict and used to use it for about 4 hours a day. To be honest, I couldn't imagine a day without it. That one fine day, accidentally I met the 8-year-old me in my imagination while sitting on my desk. He's a very happy, chill, hard-working guy and always kept away from things that he knew would derail him from his vision. I had to embrace that 8-year-old mindset and I just did that. Number 3. Face your fears and insecurities. This would be a hard one. You just got to accept who you are because if you don't accept it, you got no baseline to improve from. Take a sheet of paper and write down all the things you fear and you're insecure about. Then start making plans and execute them. Face all your fears and insecurities face to face. These are the things that are stopping you from unleashing your absolute potential. Go head to head with them and one day you will thank yourself for doing this and overcoming them. Number 4, stop multitasking. Might seem outrageous, but it is true. Multitasking screws up your productivity rate and makes you addicted to it. Stop listening to music when you're working out. Why do we damn listen to music? Because we're trying to hide our real self and live in an imaginary world with flowers, gardens, the ideal happy atmosphere and what not. Just stop listening to anything when you're doing something important. If you really want to listen to it, take a break and then do give it a listen. This might seem counterintuitive because many listen to podcasts while doing something along with it. But the main aim on this podcast, Infogate, is helping people out with their lives and making a difference. Do give things a listen, but only when you're free. Number five, stop complaining. This temptation is the one which could possibly be equal to that of sexual temptation. Whenever things go wrong, stop blaming and take accountability, even when you haven't done anything. Instead. take a deep analysis and you will find that there was something you could have done better it's important to always hold yourself accountable and thus you've subconsciously chosen the path of self development my friend number 6 and last one control your emotions this was something that was a big challenge to me and i did overcome this one with time whenever you're feeling low or angry try helping someone call someone like your siblings grandparents friends parents 
anyone for that matter and tell them how much they mean to you and how much you love them be genuine with whatever you say sometimes they might open up with something that they might have gone through during the day and you might help them with that as well so technically you solve yours and someone else's problem isn't that satisfying and peaceful so now i dare you yes you to call up someone and tell them that you genuinely love them make theirs as well as your day thank you all for listening to this podcast episode i hope you all learned something new about building mental toughness today and wish you all have a great day ahead stay safe stay healthy i am rashid kumar signing off and see you guys in the next one